How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I talked to you guys so much. I was like, I need to interview some of you guys because like, it's amazing how you guys have been doing this vegan journey where there's raw vegan, cooked vegan food, plant-based uh for a while and I, I just learned so much and I was like my I, I felt like my listeners would benefit from hearing someone else's take other than my own um, and so I, I just wanted to thank you for coming sure I'm happy to be here <laughs> Um, so um, I need to let my listeners know hello everybody and welcome back to episode 57 of the blind vegan where I get to talk to everyone who is either a vegan, they're starting their journey as a vegan, or going plant-based. Um, and so today, I am going to be talking to Angel from A Yummy Vegan. And, I mean, when I say um, she's everywhere, I mean Clubhouse, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and um, she also coaches people. So we get to hear more from Angel about her vegan journey. So um, I usually just allow my guests to start talking about, you know, how they got started. Um, And so Angel, how did you get started with your vegan journey? Yes, thank you, Chanel. Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. It's great to be here. So I'm Angel, also known as a yummy vegan. And my vegan journey uh, started about four years ago. Uh, previously, um, I was vegetarian, pescatarian for over 20 years. And about four years ago, I was on a trip in uh, Budapest, Hungary, uh, a yoga trip, and I was attending a yoga workshop. And one of the attendees um, is a vegetarian, and she took me to a restaurant. And there were no dishes with animal content and I was blown away because I was so used to ordering meals without meat without fish without dairy without eggs um when I was a vegetarian pescatarian for various reasons either lactose intolerance or toxicity in the fish and and things like that and so I um was just so happy to discover that there was such a thing as a vegan restaurant And so I I super enjoyed my meal there with my friend. And then I started to Google um, vegan restaurants in Budapest and I found another one and I went there and it was super awesome as well. And I thought, oh my gosh, I need to figure out this whole vegan world. And um, that's really how I started. So I would say I started as plant-based because for me, I thought it was only a diet. And so I was really focusing on my diet and what I was consuming, um, avoiding animal content in, in my, in my meals. And then as the months progressed, I learned that it's really a lifestyle. And so, for example, when I go shopping for a beauty product, when I read, um, you know, the labels and I started to see these, a label that said vegan. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's such a thing as vegan, like vegan products, even like it, it goes beyond food. And so I started just to 
figure it out <laughs> little by little. And, mm-hmm. and then I started to watch documentaries and follow people on social media. And it was just such an eye-opening experience. And that's really how it started. Wow. I, you know, I'm just curious, like, um, now, did you go cold turkey? Did you, like, gradually do it? You know, I know that you were, you know, pescatarian, vegetarian for 20 years. So was it just like, okay, well, I've done this already. So going to the vegan route, it was more of a seamless transition or was it something that was gradual? I would say I I did it overnight. Once I had the click in uh, Budapest, by the time my trip was over, um, in Budapest, I thought, yeah, I, th- I think this is it. I think this is the answer for me. So yes, I, I just did it overnight. Um, along my journey, I uh, had two uh, instances where I didn't stick to plant-based. Uh, one was that along my journey, I didn't know that honey is not a vegan um, because it comes from bees and the bees are in the animal kingdom and it really just hadn't dawned on me. And so I learned that. So I was still consuming honey here and there. If I went somewhere and, you know, honey was in a tea or something like that, I didn't really think much of it. I just thought, oh, well, yeah, it's just a part of the, of the, of the tea or, or the smoothie or something. Uh, So I learned that. And then also, um, as I was traveling in the first year or so of what, you know, when I thought I was vegan, I would sometimes like when I was running through an airport and. I was going to catch a flight and it was a long flight, like a transatlantic flight. And I didn't have a vegan meal on the flight. I would have a vegetarian meal at the airport, like a quiche or a croissant or something like that. Um, Because I would say to myself, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so hungry on the plane. I need to eat something. I need to eat something. And they don't have anything that's vegan. So I'm going to eat this that has um, probably butter, eggs, milk, cheese, Um, which is what I was eating when I was a vegetarian pescatarian. So mm-hmm. um, there were there were uh, a few times, like as I said, in this one particular airport, which I will mention, um, where you know I didn't find vegan options at that time. So mm-hmm. um, I did uh, go back to a, a vegetarian meal, if if that's what we can call it. And so, um, but for 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 the rest of the year and the days and the months and the weeks of the years that went by. Um, you know, I, I just said to myself, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm all in. And then, um, about a year and a half in, I just said, yeah, that's it. Like, there's no more excuses now. So, uh, I happened to then be taking another flight and, um, I said, well, no, well, you know, you're not going to do the vegetarian option either. So I ended up, I was in this airport and I ended up having like a plain bagel that probably had like water and flour and then probably some salt. And so, but I, I said to myself, well, this is my choice and I want to do this. And so that's how I, that's what my mindset was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, although um, in the early months and, you know, of I would say in the first year or so of my journey, um, I did feel like oh, I can make an exception because I'm, you know, going to be without a meal for X number of, of, of hours. And so I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll have this vegetarian meal instead. So it was it was a progression of um, of a mindset shift, I would say. Now, any, I'm just curious, um, because you decided to 
go from vegetarian to vegan, did anyone around you like join the bandwagon? Was it just you? Did you have like pushback from family or friends or were they all on board? Um, so I, when I went vegan, um, I was not living with family at that time. And so it wasn't such a big deal. They had already become used to me not eating meat and they had already become used to me not eating dairy even and eggs because I'm lactose intolerant, like two thirds of the global population. And, and really our bodies just aren't designed to even be digesting that, um, right. you know, what we call dairy. So um, I would say when I was with family or friends, I would avoid the dairy and avoid the eggs because the eggs also gave my stomach somersaults and terrible indigestion. And so I would try to avoid eggs as well. So people had become used to me um, saying, oh, no, you know, um, well, I wouldn't even really say anything. I would just like choose the options that avoided right. uh, those ingredients. And even when I went out with others, um, for example, and let's say there was a veggie burger on the menu, I would have mine without cheese. Or let's say there was a pasta dish, I would have mine without cheese. Um, pizzas, I, 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 I was eating pizzas for years without cheese. Um, it's just, mm, just something that just didn't agree with me. Um, right. And I really tried to listen to my body over the years. And mm -hmm. um, I would say... Um, you know, I did get a question from someone close to me at some point when, um, you know, I guess she kind of figured out that I, I'm vegan. And she asked me something. Like, wow, you're vegan. I was like, yeah. And she was like, um, gosh, well, don't you miss don't, like you used to eat fish? Don't you miss it? I mean, don't you think you'll ever, you know, want to eat fish again? And I said, no, I really don't want to. And I just, you know, told her a few reasons. She's like, oh, yes, I understand. And so, um. I wouldn't say there was pushback, although I do have, have um, one particular person in my life who does make fun of me that I eat raw vegan. Like she thinks like that's quite a little bit far out there and that, you know, it's it's like not easy for everyone to do. So that that's probably um, a little bit of the pushback, I guess I could say that I do receive. Wow. Now, I'm just curious, like, when you go to gatherings, like, for instance, um, like, family, friends, um, and they know that you're, you know, you're vegan, and you're doing the raw vegan thing, do they, like, have, like, do you mostly bring your own stuff? Do they kind of accommodate you with a few things that might be something you can eat so they wouldn't feel like you wouldn't be able to participate in in the event sort of thing? Well, um, I haven't, I haven't had those instances. Um, you know, we've been in a global lockdown here for a couple of years. And right. um, before that, I really wasn't, I mean, I guess I was with friends, but I would just like do my own thing. It wasn't really like we were, I went out, I would just order whatever I wanted to. Um, I remember, uh, you know, I had lunch with a friend who is not vegan and uh, we were in a cafe and I just ordered sides. I ended up having like a salad with um, 
some avocado and a side of tomatoes. And I just kind of made up a meal, like just ordered sides, quite frankly. Um, So that's really what I do. Like I don't make it, I don't, I don't make it like, oh my gosh, you have to pay attention to me. And oh my gosh, you know, um, you know, how come we're not going to a place where I can have a, a vegan meal? No, no, I don't do that. I just, I just figure it out, you know, <laughs> I, I really do. So uh, in terms of like a gathering where um, everyone's bringing a meal, that hasn't happened to me in a while. Now, when it did happen, when I was vegetarian, pescatarian, um, my family would always um, uh, provide dishes that they knew that I would eat. So they, it was already established that, yeah, she's not going to eat this meat dish so we'll have some fish for her or we'll have something um that has cheese you know even though cheese made my stomach all over the place um and I didn't want to make a big deal about it um so I would um you know eat whatever they had that had cheese or something um but yeah I mean my 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 close family they already know um but I haven't you know had gatherings with them in in a couple of years so it's really not something that I can speak to but I know that they they do they do um, you know, uh, do their best to accommodate me. Now, I'm just curious, when did you start like, um, you know, creating, wanting to create content to spread the word of, um, you know, veganism, especially raw veganism in particular? Yes. So my, um, Instagram page, a yummy vegan was created in 2018, um, when I started um, to realize that I could still remain on a vegan diet while I was traveling and I wanted to prove this to myself and to, and to share it with others. So I started my Instagram page, Yummy Vegan, at, at that point uh, in 2018. I started sharing dishes that I was enjoying when I was traveling and, you know, tagging the restaurant, etc., and um, then the following year in 2019, I went raw vegan. I just stumbled across raw vegan. I thought, oh, this is, this is great. Yeah, I can do this. This sounds awesome. And so I started to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I, I just started sharing dishes that I was enjoying when I was traveling. Um, you know, as a raw vegan, that doesn't mean that we only eat raw vegan food. We also eat cooked vegan food at times. However, predominantly, we eat raw vegan foods. And so um, even when I was calling myself raw vegan um, and I had a cooked vegan meal here or there, I would still share that. Um, And so and and now, um, you know, with this whole global situation, um, I'm not traveling um, like I was. And so I just share um, fruits and vegetables that I'm buying in the supermarket or different herbs, uh, just, you know, putting up photos and nutritional information about those ingredients and just trying to inspire myself and others um, to add, um, you know, more plant foods um, to our diets. Now, do you like to do what some of the people that are on Clubhouse do, like grow your own fruits and vegetables or is it just okay let's just go to whole foods or wherever or like and get you know my produce i go to whole foods and get my produce um i i'm in a city where there is a farmer's market however it is a ways away from me um and so it's just not convenient for me personally so i buy um organic produce um in the supermarket 
Um, I try to buy as local as possible. However, um, you know, because I'm on the East Coast of the USA, a lot of my produce comes from the West Coast, um, like California, um, Oregon, uh, Washington State. So um, that's, that's how I get most of my produce. Now, you know, I know a lot of people talk about sprouting. So what I do is I buy quinoa in the supermarket, and then I I sprout it, I sprout it myself, um, you know, through the soaking process. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I don't, um, I don't grow my own food at this time. That is one of my goals. However, um, I'm living in an apartment. And so I don't grow, grow my own food at this time. Although I know it's possible. That's not that's not a, a, an excuse not to do it. I'm just saying that I choose not to do it at this time. Um, mm-hmm. However, it is something that I would love to do. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about that with friends of mine. And I said, for the life of me, I have a brown thumb. And so... I don't care what I've ever tried to grow. It just never happened for me. I hear you. And so I also live in an apartment, but I have a balcony. Oh, nice. And and my friend was like, I have a friend that studied horticulture. And she said, you can do this. You might just need to get plants that are already or food plants that are already grown. Uh You know, it might be a little bit easier for you. Uh And then, you know, because I mean, there's things that I, I eat consistently like carrots onions garlic uh, cauliflower mm-hmm. i'll have cabbage every once in a while mm-hmm. and then the rest of my stuff is like frozen or i have radishes you know tomatoes mm-hmm. things like that so uh, the rest of my stuff is frozen mm-hmm. and i'm just like well this would save me some money plus you can use your eat snap cart in order to be able to get seeds and i didn't know that until recently and um you know plants that have produce on it mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh this might be a good idea <laughs> yes because it saves you like you you can for one person you can grow food for like two people yes yes you know? and people are doing it successfully they really are yeah and i said you know i wouldn't mind doing that like even if it was just like basic stuff like onions and carrots and um, cauliflower and maybe some garlic or something Mm -hmm. um you know i wouldn't mind doing that i mean because i i eat a lot of that Mm -hmm. like constantly in every meal i make so it's for me it's like i'm trying to uh you know find ways to economically a save money and be you know be as organic as i possibly can i mean now i understand what the difference is between organic and regular vet produce, mm-hmm. you know, especially the size of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's like, it's so expensive to eat healthy. And I'm like, no, it's not. You you might wind up spending almost the same amount of money um, or a little less for mm-hmm. uh, what you what you want to eat. Yeah. You know, you know, now I understand you're going to have to buy more produce like every other week. Yeah. But that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, and I look at it as an adventure and as an opportunity to discover new foods. Um, My diet was rather limited on the standard diet and even as a vegetarian, pescatarian. So it's so nice to venture out into uh, discovering and eating, um, enjoying new fruits and vegetables that I previously had not eaten. Um, You know, all the colors, the flavors, the textures, the aromas. So I really enjoy it, really. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, I mean, as you can see, when I post stuff on on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot, everybody went, "This looks so daggone good." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it, it's good. It's it's worth it." You know, I like taking my time with it. Um, I just spoke with um, Chef Ed on Friday. Nice. And and I sat there and I said, you know, that's the good thing about it. When you go vegan. People think you're giving up so much. I was like, there are people that cook vegan soul food. Yes. You know, so, I mean, you can cook everything you want. You know, it's just vegetables and tofu and tempeh and whatever else you want to make. You know, I mean, if you're smart, you can go to Sam's Club and buy a 25-pound bag of jasmine rice for $17. You know, or you'll buy a 20-pound bag of... uh, Basmati uh, rice for seventeen dollars. You know that way you have you know your rice and you have your beans and I was like I go to Aldi's and I go to Whole Foods and Sam's Club and I do uh, Amazon. And so I, a lot of times you know I mean people know me by name. So <laughs> that's how that's how frequent I am in in these places and my friends they understand when I go out. to to eat after taking the pledge, I tell them I'm not going inside any place where they serve animal or dairy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my friends was like, "Well, you're gonna lose a lot of friends that way." And I'm like, "No, I'm not." I was like, "Because this is my journey. I'm not forcing this on you, but understand, True. I can't sit there and watch you eat a hamburger yeah. when I know what happened to that cow." True, true. Yeah, I applaud you for that. It is very difficult, you know. Um, I have heard people say they've lost friends. That has not happened to me, thank goodness. However, um, I have heard people say that, and I- I'm just so sorry to hear that. Um, I-, I mean, I you know it's great though to you know have you know have that um, determination, and also I think you just like you're 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 planting seeds, as some people say. You're you're an, you're an example and I think people will will gravitate towards you. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's a good idea. And you brought up such a good point about like any kind of food, any any cultural heritage cuisine that you want to veganize. You, you know, it's so easy. There's food from all over the world um, that we have vegan versions for. You know, you swap out the animal base with a plant base like lentils and beans and um, you know, uh, different vegetables and mushrooms and fruits, you know, it's just amazing what we can do, um, you know, with all these different cultural dishes. So I think it's a very good point that you brought up as well. Right. Because I guess I look at it like, okay, if I want to make Japanese food, I can do that. If I want to make, um, Indian food, which I've done that, um, if I want to make Thai food, and my friend said, well, you have like 56 episodes and a lot of your episodes do have meat. And I said, I'm not going to take them down just because they have meat in them. I said, because there are people out there that you can swap the meat for plant-based. You don't necessarily have to put meat in it. But for those people that eat meat, I don't want to sit there and take all that down, given the fact I made it, you know, prior. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it got a lot of good you know, listens and people liked it. So I said, you know, but a lot of it is still healthy. And I said, you know, not everybody's going to go on the same vegan journey with me and that's fine, but I don't want to ostracize those people from those, that material, because that's still good content, regardless of, 
if I don't eat meat ever again. So, um, you know, I said, you can switch out the meat for tofu or whatever, or plant-based sausage or whatever, and Mm -hmm. still Mm -hmm. enjoy that meal. Yeah, and beans and lentils and mushrooms. And like you said, they're making, you know, vegan versions of everything now. Vegan turkey, vegan chicken, vegan seafood. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. I went to this vegan restaurant a couple of days ago and they had vegan fish. It was made out of tofu. Yes, yes. And I said, I want to try that. Um, You know, and I mean, I, I just before I came on to interview you, I actually had myself some sourdough bread with some um, vegan butter on it. And then I had for toast, toast. And then I had some oatmeal with blueberries, chia seeds, um, walnuts. And and I had um, two two pads of vegan butter in it along with some um, dried cranberries. Nice. Yeah. And uh, well, I had gotten, I like my maple and brown sugar uh, oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So I went mm-hmm. and I got that, and then I put that in, two packets in, and added the water and mixed everything up and ate it, and it made me very full. Yeah, yeah. And so everyone's like, wow, you really know how to – oh, I also put chia seeds in there, too. Yeah, um, so, great. So I said, you know, my friend was like, well, I still eat meat. I was like, I'm not ending my friendship with you because you still eat meat, and I don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not about that. It's about the fact that I'm living my best life now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be 45 in a little bit, a little while. And so, awesome. I, I said, you know, I look at all the friends I got, and I look at all the health issues they have, and I look at all the food you're eating, and it, it kind of is sad to watch. But until you wake up and realize this is probably the contributing factors to why you're having these health issues, I can give you all the tips and tricks and all that. But you have to want to do it for yourself. So mm-hmm. as much yeah. as I love you to death, I'm not going to stop hanging out with you. Just understand, you know, I will not allow dairy or meat products in my house, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to be a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, I took a mm-hmm. pledge for something that I stand for. And I said, if you mm-hmm. read these books and you watch these documentaries, I know you, you will start to understand, yes. you know, and you get the you get you always get the same thing. Oh, well, it's overpopulated with animals. No, that's because we're breeding them and then feeding them to humans. That's why we don't have to breed them. Well, not only that, but it's the exact opposite. The overpopulation is the human population, not the animal. (laughs) Well, that's another story. You know, so I mean, we got over 7 billion people on this planet. Yes. So, I mean, that's overpopulation by itself. But, you know, if you pretend to believe this myth about overpopulating the the animal species mm-hmm. well in a minute we're not going to have any mm-hmm. you know and that's I, another good point and i i said you know look at the you know people think they have this thing where you only get oxygen from the trees no you also get it from the water and yeah the and the animal life Oh, thank you for bringing that up you know i i learned so much from that documentary sea spiracy oh my god yes it was, it was very powerful. So thanks for bringing that up because I think a lot of us just don't realize what you just said. Right. And I mean, like, I that stuck out to me more than anything. Like, I was watching this documentary. Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I learned so much. And I mean, the sad part was 
Nobody wanted to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, well, is it because you're still making money off of these animals? And then you watch how they treat these animals and mm-hmm. whether they're land animals or whether they're sea animals. Mm-hmm. It just, it breaks your heart. And it's just, I my family's always loved it. I've been animal lovers, but mm-hmm. it it's like, when you look at it, you're just you're compelled to just do one two one of two things: stop eating meat and seafood and dairy, and become an activist for the animals, or you know you want to write these people, or you know you just you you just become enraged. Yeah. Because you're like, well, what about that? Were you? Yeah. And then you go back and you think like, well, wait a minute. This actually did happen to us at one point. True, true. So, true. so, you know, I guess when your life is kind of changed by watching that, you know, especially during these times that we're going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, we've gone through two years of pandemic and lockdown and, you know, it's caused a lot of things to take place with people, you know, whether they're having babies, getting married, getting divorced losing jobs, getting jobs, so forth and so on. You know, I mean, it gives you time to think and pause about your own life and your own immortality in a lot of ways and how you want to live the rest of your life out because it's just really short. And the way that things are looking right now, you never know when you're going to leave here. So why not live your best life and do what you always wanted to do? And if that means you're giving up meat and dairy and you're supporting the animals and the environment, then so be it. I mean, there's a lot of people worldwide that feel the same way. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And, you know, and I, I say too, uh, in addition to everything, I would say too, um, you know, there's some people who don't feel a lot of affection towards animals and there's some people who do not care about planet Earth. Um, and, and I would say, well, you know, there's so many benefits for humans as well, you know, eating a plant diet. I mean, you know, just like alleviating some of the health conditions, um, improving some of the emotional challenges that we might have, um, you know, getting more energy, just feeling better, looking better, you know, being stronger. There's just so many benefits, um, you know, that can be uh, received, uh, you know, for humans, non-human animals and the planet. So I just think that it's such a beautiful lifestyle. And, um, you know, I know we all come at this from different angles and for different reasons. And, you know, but, uh, you know, I definitely agree that uh, we need, you know, it, it would it would benefit all of us. Um, if we would be more open minded and open hearted and, uh, you know, look at this a vegan diet and lifestyle as a as a true option because I think we can all thrive on it. Now I have a question: What made you start wanting to, you know, write books about the subject? Was it just to get your take out on it to a mass audience? Yeah. So I had, you know, I had noticed like people were just a little bit um, lost, a little bit confused as to how to go about, you know starting their vegan journey. And so I had collected all of these, um, 
what I would call tips that had helped me along my journey, you know, uh, if it's like where to find recipes or, you know, where to find clothing or beauty care or, you know, how to travel as a vegan or, um, you know, uh, documentaries, podcasts, Instagrammers, you know, all the social media, um, uh, you know, pages that I follow for inspiration and information. And so, I thought, gee whiz, you know, it'd be great uh, to put together um, some ebooks to help others along their journey. And so that's how it started. Um, I started with a really a short one, a quick guide for going plant based raw vegan, because, you know, there were people, you know, wondering, well, gosh, how do you do that? You know, so I just put together, you know, 12 quick tips. Um, and then uh, after that, I put together, you know, how to go vegan as singles, couples, families, and friends, because. I'd actually been asked by a bridal uh, company to uh, prepare a presentation on going vegan as a couple. And so I prepared, you know, presented that presentation. It was well received. And I thought, gee whiz, you know, um, of course, you know, everyone's not a couple. You know, some people are single. Some people are uh, in families. Um, some people have a group of friends. And so I thought, yeah, I'll put together those um, tips in, in, uh, in my guide uh, that I just mentioned, how to go vegan as singles, couples, families, and friends. And then from there, uh, you know, people were asking about, um, oh my gosh, it's so hard to be vegan in the winter. So I put together another guide on that and giving tips mm -hmm. on uh, how to thrive as a vegan in winter and year round. Um, you know, not only dietary um, tips and tricks, quote unquote, but also lifestyle, um, you know, um, tips that we can uh, implement that can help us to thrive all year round on a, on a raw vegan diet. And then, um, you know, people were asking, well, you know, well, I don't know what to eat. Oh, gosh, you know, and I thought, oh, well, I'll just put together a seven day meal plan. So I put that together. And then uh, uh, Valentine's Day was coming up. And I was just, you know, thinking, wow, you know, you know, veganism is love. And I really want to write something about, you know, Valentine's Day and veganism and all of that. So I put together that ebook. Um, so it just, it just happens, you know, <laughs> just like whatever I hear people talking about or whatever I'm thinking about, then I create a, an ebook and put it up on Amazon. It's super easy to download. And that's how it happens. Oh wow! You know, and to to me, I'm still debating on that. Like I um, and fifty seven uh, episodes into my podcast show, and I've been on it for two years. But I want to do a cookbook, and of all the recipes that I've done, and that's why I decided to do the podcast was to share it because everybody was like, well you take such lovely pictures of this food and I have the recipe. <laughs> so that's where this is coming from. But then I said, once I get to like a hundred recipes, um, and most of them will probably be vegan at this point, um, then I will put it all together and make a, a book, an ebook on it. Yeah, like I'm preparing a, like a smoothie book, a smoothie recipe book um, mm -hmm. uh, that I'll hopefully uh, upload to Amazon soon. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, people, people love cookbooks. <laughs> really do. They love recipe books, you know, they love recipes in general. Um, 
So, you know, and I'm not, I'm not targeting 100 recipes at all. I'm, I won't say exactly how many will be in my book, but the number will be notably lower than that. And I'm going to put the, put them in the, I'm, you know, I'm almost finished the book and yeah, I'm going to put those out as well. Cause people are curious about, you know, my smoothies and everything. So I thought, oh, well, I'll just put together some recipe, um, some recipes in a, in a new book. Yeah, I the reason why I do so many episodes is because I don't want to forget the recipes I made. And so it's like for me it's able I'm able to jot it down right after I do it. Yes, I agree that, with you. I keep myself accountable. I agree. And, and then um and a lot of it is I have found recipes like on YouTube. Like YouTube oh, yeah. is my friend. Yeah. And I've adapted them. Like I was talking to Chef Ed about the whole mushroom situation and how I don't eat mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I guess it was because of how they were prepared. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to give it another crack mm-hmm. to see what that's like. And, you know, I mean, someone said, you know, I was looking at how you clean mushrooms, you know, and so yes. forth and so on. And I said, well, I want to just get a small thing of mushrooms and try it out and see how that works. And yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it's probably something to ease into, you know. Take your time, explore, enjoy it. (laughs) Now, I'm just curious what, um, I know that you you, uh, interviewed Paige recently. Yes. From Unchained TV, which I'm going to be interviewing her next month. Um, And I'm just curious, like, um, do you think that, you know, I know you do your, your, Instagram um, live shows. Mm-hmm. So, would you consider taking it over to Untrained TV, or you just want to stick with your Instagram? Well, I that that option hasn't come up to me yet, but I would super love to take it over there. I would love to take it everywhere. <laughs> I I really enjoy these uh, Instagram live conversations. I've had over one hundred of them. Um, I really enjoy them. So um, I am super open to that idea. I'm open to the universe. Yes, definitely. Have you thought about, I mean, since you already do the Instagram and you're on Twitter and Facebook and Clubhouse, have you thought about doing like YouTube? I I do have a YouTube channel and it is a yummy vegan. Uh, I have not uploaded my Instagram lives over there yet. Uh, however, that is a project uh, that I will do um, very soon. Um, I will upload, uh, you know, quite a few of the more than 100 Instagram lives onto YouTube. So at the moment I have, oh gosh, but over 400 um, short videos on uh, YouTube. Um, you know, I used to do these uh, two, three minute uh, almost daily uh, videos. Um, and so they, they're over there on YouTube on my channel. And, uh, I just did like some shorts because last year shorts became super popular. So I ventured into that and, Mm -hmm. um, just made some really tiny, um, shorts there, some clips. So, uh, yes, my next, um, chapter on uh, YouTube will be uploading my Instagram lives and also, um, having live interviews on, uh, YouTube. 
Well, that's awesome. I, you know, I, I can't wait to see that. Actually, I, after this, I probably will hop on YouTube and, and, and look and take a look because I mean, I'm going to be honest, like people's attention spans these days are so short. They're looking for the most amount of content in the smallest amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the shorts were so popular. I mean, and it was very interesting. I, I would post uh, a short of um, some ducks or birds or seagulls um, near where I'm living currently. And they would get thousands of views. And I, I was just so, so, I don't know, surprised, uh, you know, uh, that people were into that. Because, um, you know, my, my slightly longer videos of two, three, four minutes, they would not get that many views. So it's very interesting. Oh, yeah, I, I'm seeing that the younger generation now, you know, their attention span is not that high when it comes down to focusing on something that's more than like five minutes. If it's not something that grabs them right away, it's like, I'm done. Yes, yes. So it is challenging. Um, I guess it just uh, challenges us to be more concise and get to the point and uh, keep it moving, I guess. Yeah, I mean, because I noticed um, I want to try to get um, Will Young of um, Young Man um, Cooking. And he has a YouTube channel and he is from originally from Hong Kong. And um, he has this cooking show. He just gets straight to the point. And, and he has all these vegan plant-based um, episodes. And I found a lot of good food on there that I've adopted um, to my eating habits because I don't eat mushrooms. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but it still came out good. And mm -hmm. he explained in an interview he did that he just gets to the point and people love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, you know, even I just need to get to the point sometimes. And I, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you could just learn something from that. Like, okay, let's just get to the point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm just curious. If anyone wanted to find you, where would they be able to do that? So the best place at this time to find me is on Instagram. And my page is A Yummy Vegan. Okay. They can find me there. They can find me on Twitter, A Yummy Vegan. Um, they can find my website, A Yummy Vegan Lifestyle.com. Okay. So those are, you know, some of the places they can find me. I'm on other platforms too, but those are the main places they can find me. And I'm on Clubhouse, A Yummy Vegan. Well, I want to say thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. I really appreciate this. Yes, Chanel. Thank you for inviting me. It's been awesome chatting with you and your listeners. And yes, uh, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye.